0: This episode is brought to you by Mr. Speedy. Get 50 passes off when you place your first delivery with Mr. Speedy, when you use the code Speedy. that's G-E-E-K-Y-M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y. You can book a delivery via their website, mrspeedy.ph, or download the Mr. Speedy app from the Apple App Store. Google Play, and Huawei Mobile Gallery. Available for Metro Manila, nearby provinces, and Cebu. That's G-E-E-K-Y-M-R-S-P-E-E-D-Y to get 50 pesos off your first delivery on Mr. Speedy.
1: Welcome to The Geeky Ones, um, episode 54.
0: Yep, 54.
1: The next to me is Steven. And our Uh topic for today is pretty much uh, straightforward, but it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, Um. heavy load. First off, we're going to talk about the results of the 2020 Game Awards and a few announcements made during the 2020 Game Awards, which is hefty. But it would be even heftier because yes, um, we're gonna talk about the crazy Disney investors meeting that happened just around the same time.
0: Yeah, which like literally like, it was um, happening the same time.
1: Yeah, which had like uh, more than forty announcements. Maybe there were fifty announcements of different love- shows and films that. We would be seeing in the next few years, next year yeah. till like I don't know, 2023, 2024. So it's just really exactly. crazy. But for now, let's start with let's start with the Game Awards and yeah. the Game Awards this year. Of course, like every other, um, like every other award show, could not be done with a crowd. That's so, true. But that was the bear. Um, I think you know award shows, especially ones like the Game Awards, they've uh, are more gaiety with a complete crowd watching, and now unfortunately we couldn't do that because of the circumstances. But but you know it's hap- it's nice to see that it's actually it's actually it actually happened. That's and true. <clears throat> we got all categories. Just they didn't remove categories. In fact, they added new categories. Mm-hmm. And you know it's it's in a way it has become the Oscars of um video game award shows. Exactly. Um, and of course there's the BAFTA version, which is really awesome too. So yeah, uh this is an award show honor to uh, that honors the best video games of twenty twenty. And it was in it was virtual, so it was ho um you know, it was hosted in um there's a there's Los Angeles, London, Tokyo, but it was hosted by Jeff Keighley, which is a, of G four T V fame. Wow. So and you know, he's been the host for the past few years and he's been doing He's been doing pretty well, been doing his doing his job so awesomely. Now with that, let's look at the game awards results.
0: Right. So um, I think I froze.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, let's see. I think we'll start with the esports categories because it's separated for some reason.
0: All right. Let's start with the esports. Go.
1: Best esports game. We got League of Legends, which I think we predicted. Did we predict
0: this? I th- I thought we got Genshin Impact there. Oh. No,
1: no, well, e-sport, no. Choose... Esports.
0: E-sport. Ah yeah, League of Legends. Yeah, we got it right. You you probably have a better memory of this.
1: Okay. Well, I need to open my notes as well, but mm. League of Legends, of course, being the only eSport that actually launched, that actually had hosted their World Tournament, like, uh, uh, aside from um, Call of Duty Modern Modern Warfare. Yeah, so well-deserving of the award, if, uh, even though it's been winning this uh, same award for the past few years, which is kind of uh, weird. All right, but next you know, hey, It's really good. Um, next is uh, Best eSports Team. Mm.
0: Okay, this is your call. This is your expertise, not mine.
1: Okay, we predicted Damwon Gaming would win because because they are the they are the champions right now for League of mm-hmm. Legends. But it was G Two Esports, which also had a really great run in League of Le- in the League of Legends World Tournament. So, you know, well deserved as well. You know, it was this or Damwon Gaming for me because, because League of Legends has some of the most uh most talented esports athletes there. Hmm. Okay, next one is the best esports event, and undoubtedly it's the League of Legends World Championship <laughs> because, yeah, you you can't you can't have this over another tournament this year, another esports tournament this year. Most esports tournaments are on, all online, and none of them have the same scale as uh, what League of Legends did this year, what Riot yeah. Games, uh, you know, helped do. So that was, that's really big. I mean, the, the OWL was, the OWL Grand Finals was, was good, you know. It was, the fact that they hosted that one was awesome. Uh, I, IEM Katowice in Perk CSGO is always a great tournament, always, uh, a tournament that gathers a crowd. And the Call of Duty Championship 2020 is, <laughs> uh, somewhat a return to form. I think for the Call of Duty League because you know for the past few years they've been getting um you know the the amount of titles that, that Call of Duty that Activision releases, So it's crazy. So nice to see Call of Duty find some form of uh consistency in their game and in in professional tournaments. Um, okay, best esports athletes uh best esports athlete I mean is uh. Showmaker from Damwon Gaming. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so this this is a Korean team. They're they're the League of Legends champions. So it's no surprise it was either him or his teammate Canyon most likely <laughs> who would win this because you get two world world champions. You can't not win. You can't have someone win over these guys. And best esports coach is Danny Zonic Sorensen from Astralis. Now I uh, I do not watch CS:GO. World tournaments, but i'm familiar but i'm familiar with some of their teams because um they're really prominent in the esports community like you see the success of these teams like how dominant some of these csgo teams are mm-hmm. and astralis is one of the most dominant teams um i think they've won a f- they've won like a few majors consecutively three majors which is big it's like um as I said, it's like uh it's one of those Super Bowl style competitions where the different winner there's a different winner every year. So it's mm. difficult. And best esports host S Jocks, which is um well deserved and you know, esports hosts have been working hard, especially during this pandemic, because you know, the fact that they're hosting online rather than being there on the venue. Yeah. They had to readjust their everyone had to readjust their their environment, their settings, so adds off to these um off to these guys. So That's we go true. to the primary awards. Um, Let's go. So, um, for starters, the most awaited game was won by Elden Ring, hmm. which is um the highly anticipated um sequel, see no 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 spiritual successor to Bloodborne. So it's mm. another souls like game. It's another souls like game. And you know, people love souls like games despite them being really challenged. I think they love them for being really for being punishing punishingly hard.
0: Yeah.
1: So yeah. And it beats out all the other upcoming games like uh, God of War, the sequel to God of War, and um and you know breath of the wild sequel and halo infinite which is coming out next year Mm. next is um player's voice so the player's voice is a how can i say three round voting competition so it's a fan vote where you know uh, it's a it's a category where fans get to vote their favorite game Mm. so fan input it was a pretty close one and it was a pretty close uh, competition, but the final round, it was clear. It clearly went to Ghost of Tsushima,
0: which mm. was really
1: awesome. Excellent. Taking it out with um, the Last of Us, <laughs> and you know, Ghost of Tsushima edged it out by a good number of votes. Mm. So, nice. well, it's uh, one of the two awards that Ghost of Tsushima got, which um, mm. I'm happy. That Got an award, at least one award. It it was deserving of at least one. And for a bit, okay. Next is a uh, best debut game, and I think we got we nailed this prediction. The best, um, it was uh Phasmophobia by Kinetic Games, and yeah, uh, Phasmophobia is a freaking um. What the, how can they say that <clears throat> it's a you know it's a really big game it's a new game that you know got uh, got the attention of a lot of people and next up is uh, content creator of the UK they recognize um, streamer uh, various streamers and uh, you know on the, from twitch YouTube, YouTube and uh, and the like and other streaming platforms so yeah so um hi Derv. Welcome, welcome. Hi guys. So sorry I was late. Traffic in Singapore was really bad. Oh that's okay. Um oh yeah. So for this episode, we have Derv from um the East Side of Wrestling After Work to share his thoughts on this episode too. So hey um go.
0: Jude, did you disappear from the stream when I dropped out or hindi naman?
1: No, I didn't. I'm there. You didn't.
0: Okay. You were I good. Was, I good. was
1: just talking and talking.
0: No, but I mean, was the stream going?
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, I cool. Was,
0: All right,
1: good. I was good. checking; it still runs. So yeah. So like, this
0: when I dropped out, right?
1: Yeah. So it's yeah. fine. All right. All right. It's cool. Fine. Cool. But anyway, so now, content creator here went to uh, Valkyrie, and we predicted Tim the Tatman, and I think it was just a close race between the two between the two creators. So well deserved. Mm-hmm. Well deserved to them and. Okay, now we go to the bigger categories. Now this is where it gets uh fun. <clears throat> now one of the things that was weird in the game awards was that um it felt like the Oscars or Grammys were some of the other awards were not announced with presenters. Like you know, it was just announced quickly, you know, without uh without much uh without much fanfare, like you know, the award goes to and then next, and then next category and then done next. So that hmm. was, uh, was pretty. weird. It was kind of uh, like you know kind of slows down the momentum. You know you want to see you know you want to see some category some games presented uh, a bit better. Okay, next is uh, best multiplayer. So best multiplayer, we nailed this prediction right too. This is uh, one by Among Us. So your thoughts, guys? Was it was it? Uh, choice. I mean, among the biggest uh, games of the year, in terms of how many people streamed and freaking played it.
0: Probably a given. It really was a given.
1: Well, in a way, yeah. Uh, For me, it kind of spoils the debut of Valorant, which is one of the... which is actually good. But, you know, more people played among us. And it was more... Both games are accessible, but Among Us was a bit more accessible because it's on mobile, and best sports and racing game Um, I'm happy that it's not it's not a yearly installment that would win this you know it's not it's not an NBA it's an NBA 2K it's not a FIFA installment it's not even an F1 installment or a Dirt Rally installment but it's a Mm -hmm. Tony Hawk remake all of those and well deserved. Um, you play know, Superman. People, everyone
0: play and Superman. Say,
1: people were so pissed when Tony Hawk Five came out because it was super awful. It was, I don't know, it was bad. It was shit. It was <laughs> the worst Tony Hawk game by a significant distance from the other Tony Hawk games. Like mm. the other Tony Hawk games are bad, but at least they work. This one barely, barely works at all. So that. You know, seeing this remake uh come to life, especially the first two games, which are really, really important, like really great. So well deserved again. Um, um, can I add
2: something about the two then, yes, Steven? Because so. yeah, yes, so. actually, this was the game I was looking forward the most, aside from Ghost of Tsushima for this year. And then I'm really happy when I played it because it was really the most faith, as faithful as a remake that you can get in video games today. It was really... I think it was Steven who bought it from the PS Store? Or Jude? I'm not sure no, who I have, bought I have it. Yeah, I did. I yeah, think yeah. I will yeah. buy it in Christmas. Yeah, you should. You should. It's really good. And then the <laughs> character creator is also deeper compared to before. But the missions, if you played 1 and 2, I think, I think um, you're going to love it. I think they're hmm. basically the same. And now I'm really hoping that if ever they skip 3 and 4... For Underground, because Underground, I think, is the best Tony Hawk Hawk game of all time.
1: Mm -hmm. Pretty much. So yeah, um, it's really a good thing for... It's a good thing to see this succeed, this remake succeed, because, you know, it can also... It opens the the doors to more Tony Hawk games again, which we miss. Or at least, you know, make Skate go back, come back too.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Also there's Skater XL I think no Skater XL got nomina- nominated as well and that is another good skateboarding game yeah. and also I think with uh, this year is the year where this The yearly sports games have become really bad. I think the only um,
1: one. FIFA was awful. I mean. Uh, FIFA
2: was awful. (laughs) I played FIFA 21 and sold it after two weeks because, like. Wow. I was playing career mode, okay? So you create your own. yourself as a manager. Dude, promise if they. whenever I negotiate for a player that I want to buy or sell. Keeps reverting to a generic model, a bald guy, and not the guy I created. And then, what's worse was sometimes your created manager, your created avatar, will wear your team's jersey instead of a button. suit during the yeah instead of a oh. suit
0: or whatever you. Okay, that. That's really that is bad. Man.
1: And I don't want to talk about 2K because as much as 2K is, Ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. you know, as much as 2K's mechanics, gaming mechanics are actually good. You know, they're, it's pretty solid. Like unlike FIFA, where there's where the gameplay is, uh, the yeah. gameplay has some uh, wonkiness to at some point. You know, 2K is at least at least plays well. But of course, microtransactions, micro uh, microtransactions and in-game ads in 2K are yeah. the biggest yeah, concerns yeah. right now. The unskippable ads made it uh uh, uh made it uh convince me to not buy it. Make it. At least make it like with those five second YouTube ads. <laughs> yeah and- <laughs> those ones you can skip after three seconds, three to five seconds, you know. Just get it get it over with. Um but yeah, that's the best sports racing game, and bye-bye to your installments. Oh, Best Sim and Strategy is one. Okay, that's the next category. And it's won by, well, no Bye. doubt, Microsoft Flight Simulator 2020. <laughs> and Perfect. I can say, um, hey, it's the most realistic flight simulator out there. And the fact that the whole map of the game is the entirety of the Earth. Oh, yeah, you can't shit. see that. I mean, crazy. there are a few great strategy games there. Ge- Gears Tactics, X-Co- yeah. the X-Com, Chimera, XCOM Chimera Squad is good. Yeah. But um, Microsoft Flight Simulator is uh, another return to form for a classic series, you know, kind of mm. like Poké Hawk. You know, it's been out. Flight Simulator has been out for what, like almost 30 years at this point? They've always released it. That's best Sim and strategy. It's nice that they put these two categories together because best, sim, you don't really see too many simulator games.
0: Yeah, because we all know the Sims one. 4 is just is just plain bad. Hot take: Sims 4 sucks. Anyway, well,
1: following <laughs> up from Sims 2 and 3, it's 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 really difficult. Such a
0: downgrade. Such a downgrade, man.
1: I haven't have, to, played it have in game like, game. I don't know. You have to pay for like a dozen DLCs to make it play it to make it a bit yes, better. Yes, yeah, it's so boring. Next category is best family, and it's won by Animal Crossing: New Horizons mm-hmm. for the Nintendo Switch. And yeah, no doubt it would be, it would be this one. You know, it's
0: exactly it be
1: this or Fall Guys. It's gonna be this or Fall Guys. I know, Cra- I, for you know, Crash Four is a you know, Crash Bandicoot is a series close to my heart, but no, it wouldn't win this year. Yep, and I think um,
2: Animal Crossing is, was the game of the quarantine, especially during the first half, because everyone was playing it last April or March.
1: Yes, start of the quarantine, and it's really a big community game, even right now. You know, it's a yep. game. It's a game perfect for these the conditions. Like you know, hey, can you visit my island? Can you? You know, it's just a virtual hangout. That's more than you know more than just chatting and talking with friends. you know, you get to play with you get to play in their own game world, which is pretty cool. Next one, Ooh, ah, you like this nerve. This is your favorite. Yeah, this one was the you one game. I, I, fighting yeah. game. And um, I can say the field, the field was not field close was not close. Street Fighter Five was released a few years back, and the champion edition. Was the one that should have been released from the very beginning, so it's just a redemption that it's here. But you know, Mortal Kombat: 7 Ultimate Edition was not gonna lose this one because if it loses to the likes of One Punch Man or Grand Blue Fantasy, it would be it would be a stolen. So yeah, yeah. Best fighting game. I think Grand Blue Fantasy was
2: a bit, uh, from what I heard, is kind of okay. One Punch Man. One Punch Man was really bad. Yeah, Street Fighter. You know what you're gonna get with Street Fighter. I'm not familiar with Under Night. but the thing with Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate is they actually even had the uh, the aftermath um, DLC during this year. I think it was June or May, and that itself was good because it added like a new story campaign and a few characters. But this one is. Ultimate was the Ultimate Update, the Ultimate DLC, Ultimate Expansion or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's the most fan service everyone got because people wanted Melina back. (laughs) And they also added Rain, who was like a guy that everyone wanted to play since Mortal Kombat 9. (laughs) And then also with Mortal Kombat is if you... Last year, I was adamantly like Mortal Kombat in Monster Hunter on the PS4. And Mortal Kombat was the most fun I had with a fighting game since I think Tekken Five Dark Resurrection.
1: Oh man, Tekken Five was beautiful. Yeah. It's the it's also the most fan servicey Tekken game back then. Yeah. Had everyone there. Um Okay. Now for best that was best fighting game. And I can say that with Mortal Kombat winning it's like um much of uh this year's twenty twenty games, the best games of twenty twenty are nineties nostalgia fests, like Mortal well, Kombat much, and, uh, yeah. returned to form from yeah. from being uh from its nineties roots. It's like an evolution from old school Mortal Kombat. And hmm. you can say that for Doom Eternal, which is like the evolution Your of from formula. And there's Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is our next category, next yep. winner for Best RPG, yep. who's also like, who also is a return to form, you know, for Final Fantasy, because uh, I can say, I like Final Fantasy 15, but not everyone liked Final Fantasy 15 because yep. it was an incomplete game, and and, and until now, even though four really? DLCs have been released, the development for further DLCs were cancelled eventually, so... I mean, it's sad. Yep, yeah, I think that's, that's what destroyed DLC and
2: perfect. the eyes of the public. The yeah, promises,
1: and it was in development hell for, but for a game that was stuck in a uh, ten-year-long development hell, good thing it released, especially mm-hmm. in, better than the other development hell games. That okay, Final Fantasy VII remake. Um, I can say well-deserved. Um. People have been craving for this remake for so long. Um, maybe ever since like the PS late PS two or yeah. Dude, mind you, this isn't the complete game yet. Yes. Oh my okay. gosh. Here, I think if this were the complete game, if they released it this year as a complete edition, you know, all parts of it, this would be no doubt game of the year. I wouldn't be surprised if it if the complete version would beat out every game released this year. Okay, but yeah. Best action adventure game. Um The no, Last this of Us Part Okay wait. The Last of Us Part Two ah. and I can say this is an award that mm. The Last of Us mm. Part two is okay with losing because um when it comes to action and adventure games, um you can say that the rest of the field had it better, like in terms of especially in terms of adventure, like even AC Valhalla was a bit, you know, it's a great... It's, it's good, a, actually. It's really good. Uh, it's my
2: favorite Assassin's Creed game since Black Flag, which is, I think, the best Assassin's
1: Creed game. Well, okay, that makes me more interested to play it soon. Okay, and I think I think this was a war that's more suited to the likes of Ghost of Tsushima and Assassin's Creed because those are legit action-slash-adventure yep. games that Have great open worlds, yep. you know. But I think, it, uh, on my personal take on this, I think it should have gone to Jedi
2: Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen oh, Order yeah. was one of the best games of 2019, and it didn't reach the submission for the best, best, uh, the game awards last year because it got released, I think, mid November. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah. think combat wise, yes, you can make a case for Ghost of Tsushima, uh, the Miles Morales version of Spider Marvel Spider Man or in The Will of the Wisps, and especially Assassin's Creed. The thing that uh, worries me about Last of Us winning is, yes, it's a good game, uh, controversies aside, but the thing is, it's a narrative-driven game more than an action game. And Jedi Fallen Order is, in no doubt, a better game action-wise especially with the set pieces that happen uh set pieces within the game
1: for me this is the category where the last of us part 2 is not really as strong as in its other categories in the place where it was nominated which is almost every major award there yep okay best action game now i was kind of sad but it won but hades won so but you know hades is arguably the The most important, the most popular indie game of the year. And I can just say it's also, it it also had, it was also a great action game in its own right. Maybe not my cup of tea, but yeah, I'm kind of sad that Doom Eternal spoilers didn't win uh, any award this year. And I think this would have, this could have been uh, one place where they could have uh, got a shot, but it's nice. Uh Hades is I would I'd love to try Hades though. Neo two is yeah. good. But it was my it, pick. Yes. Yeah, Neo Two is uh I think for me it's the most underrated uh nominee here. Next to next to its fellow nominee Streets of Rage Four, which is uh yeah. return to form for a nineties game. You know, the yep. same narrative as Crash Bandicoot, Doom and Tony Hawk and Final Fantasy. So yeah. I, uh, I, I think- Neo two was overshadowed. Uh,
2: sorry for, interjecting. I think um, Neo two was uh, was um, overshadowed by everything from last year and uh, Ghost of Tsushima this year because uh, people were like saying, "Oh, samurai games are now like the new
1: fad in gaming." But Neo two is really good because you can create your own character. But I think yeah, people, but, yeah, people forget that Neo was the first one <laughs> to do it yeah. like first one to do it. Properly.
2: I think people preferred having the set character of William more of as the character. But spoiler alert, he's in
1: the game. I won't tell where or when, but he's in the game. <laughs> but yeah, for me it's uh Neo Two is probably one of the more underrated twenty twenty games, especially because it released just before the pandemic. That's yep. why people don't really remember it that much. Like, like you know, people forget that DBZ Kakarot released this year. <laughs> yeah, but it, was it actually a good game? Jude? Was, uh, it, I mean, it's a fine, uh, it's a fine open world game, but not. Uh, but you know, it's not polished. You know, it's a. Uh, it has the that, uh, that Bandai Namco sort of jankiness that some some of their games have. Okay, let's go. Um, innovation in accessibility. Uh, we didn't predict this one, but. Yeah, for me, um all of these games uh you know, just as long as you have accessibility features in your games, this is uh it's fine. I don't it's not it doesn't matter who wins this, but Last of Us Two still mm-hmm. won this category. Um But yeah, uh accessibility features are important, you know, especially like colorblind settings, you know, extra extra indicators, you know, for people who can't play the game the same way that Other people would regularly play it. So hats off to this category, though. I think they also won because of the guitar. Sorry, sorry. Which one? (laughs) Oh, yeah, the guitar. Well, I can say. Yeah, well, it's actually pretty nice. You can do that. That's probably the best part of the game for me. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. Okay. Next one is best VR slash AR game. And the winner is Half-Life Alex, Which is, you know, it's not Half-Life 3, but... You can say it's arguably the best VR game yet because it's a triple—it's a legit triple A VR game. You know, it, the production values, the visuals were freaking near next. Were freaking next ge- current gen. Like you know, it's they really put a lot of effort to making this game uh, a a a proper prequel to Half Life Two. You know, you star as Alex Vance. And yeah, I mean, I saw I saw gameplay of this, and wow, that's that's that that's the most uh, that's the best looking VR game yet. Are you guys and, familiar with uh, the
2: Valve uh, allergy? Uh, Valve and Gabe Newell being allergic to the number three?
1: Yeah, because they haven't released any game. will uh, never th- release Left 4 Dead two because we'll talk about. The there's a announcement we'll talk about yeah. later. Half Life Two is stuck in freaking two. Portal Two, Team Fortress Two, Dota, Dota 2. two. So oh, yeah, in two. You know if there one if, okay. In fairness to Dota, like if there's a chance that Valve would release a third title, it would go to Dota because freaking because you know it's the most popular game there. You know, good thing. But yeah. here, good thing the C- good thing, Counter-Strike is not numbered.
2: <laughs> yeah. There, there's even, I don't know if uh, there's even, I forgot for what Battle Pass, but I think it was the one that uh, introduced the Lakad Matatag, the chat wheels. I think it was the TI8 Battle Pass that there was a Gabe Newell pack that he can't say triple kill. <laughs> oh, wow. He doesn't say triple kill. The number between 2 and 4, I think. There's a video of it. I'll send it in, in the Discord later. It's okay. Really
1: okay, now, best community support. Now, for best community support, um, let's just say that a lot of the games here had a lot of issues with their community. I think, Steven, you can scroll down a bit because one game is not being shown there. Um, all of them have their faults. Uh, I can say that we, we find it weird that Apex Legends is here because... As uh as guys who've played it for the past year and a half, um, you know, there are lots of issues that still haven't been addressed. Like, you know, but Fall Guys wins this because it's the they've done their they've done their very best to interact with the community as much as possible. Like even when the game kept crashing during launch day, like we can't mm-hmm. play it on launch day, they were apologizing, they were keeping everyone updated with the fixes, you know, while keeping everyone, you know keeping everyone uh, still upbeat about their game, yeah. which is really great. And their well, community
2: uh, is one of the best ones. Uh, sorry. And their community is one of the best, um, yeah. least toxic ones around as well.
1: Well, the, their community is not toxic, but I can say some of their players are. Yeah. Some of their players are spawns of Satan when they're in the game. <laughs> yeah. And, anyway, so, best mobile game is Among Us. Now, I... I actually agree
2: with this one.
1: Um, Yeah, well, Among Us is also on PC, the same as like Genshin Impact, but but yeah, okay. Among Us is the biggest multiplayer game of the year, and you can't take it away from them. For a team of four that released this game two years ago, this is perhaps the this is so well deserved for them. Like, you know, imagine your game your game popping out of its of its limits in, yeah. <laughs> you know just getting millions of players overnight, which is how yeah. it felt next is um best indie game, and no doubt won by hades, yeah fall guys Definitely. is a, Fall guys is good, but you know among us trumped it up, you know beat it up to submission in terms of number of players. Uh Spelunky 2 was a great sequel to the original Spelunky, which is a very fun roguelike. Even though I don't wanna play roguelikes, I, I, I find enjoy I enjoy see watching them, watching gameplay of it. Best ongoing game and for me this one is a well deserved award. No Man's Sky. And imagine the improvements that they had. Yeah, like it 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 it's four years old and now it's and it's just getting better each year. You know, it's no no, no. doubt edition right now. You can buy the No Man's Sky current gen, which is a PS4 and PS5 compatible title, and that it has everything you need. Yep. You know, from disappointment to now people are just loving this game, it's the now it has become the game that it was hyped to be, which is so good. Okay. Games for Impact is won by Tell Me Why. And the Games for Impact is <clears throat> kind of like um Innovation and in Accessibility. You know, it's a game, uh, Games for Impact where it's about games that tackle various issues, social issues, and I think Tell Me Why is an LGBTQ. Uh it's a game that represents LGBTQ plus that community, the community and... You know, well deserved. Um all of these all of these games are actually awesome. Um these games for impact are mostly narrative based games, so you know, very emotional storytelling, um innovative storytelling at at times, so all of them are really awesome. Okay, best performance. Um <clears throat> Best Performance nice. by Laura Bailey as Abby. Oh man. which is the most (laughs) controversial
0: character
1: I think wait, I'm trying to think of other controversial video game characters this year and none come to mind wait,
0: is the character of Abby a trans character or not? no, I think she's just buff, uh, right? uh, it's just like insecure insecure neckbeards saying she's trans, right? I uh, I don't okay
1: I don't yeah, I don't think she is I don't think she is because yeah
2: i think I think she's more of like people just hated the fact that um it came from a different uh different factors, uh, I think it's better to discuss it for the game of the year, but I think she's a woman, a legit mm. woman that's just muscular, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> I,
2: think, I think it's just I think, got it right. Think, right.
1: Just can't accept that women can be buff too. You know, like yeah, Come on, guys. Stephen, Stephen got I uh, sorry, sorry, Jude.
2: Sorry,
1: sorry. Everyone can Hulk. Everyone can. Everyone can turn into the Hulk if they wanted to. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> if, that, if that's the case, like, which is something can. we'll
0: discuss later.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see. Anyway, yeah. But there, but there is, but you. Yeah, the, let's move on to the next category. Although I would have wanted Daisuke Suji from yep. um, Ghost of the Shot to win because he was the he was the voice, he was the face of the character. Yep, would have been a would have been a great choice there. Um, best audio design was won by The Last of Us, which <laughs> uh, I wish Doom Eternal won because you know Doom Eternal had arguably the best audio slash music. In any game, you know, weapons sound like weapons sound like, you know, sound meaty heavy, and basically the music is you're the boss battle. <laughs> you are the boss rolling into hell and earth and heaven, destroying everything in, in front of you. Okay. That was but it was won by the last of us, which I can say has great audio design. Like it was yep. it was a cinematic atmospheric Experience and you can yeah it's it's definitely going to be it's an excellent technical experience too. Yep. Next is uh, best score in music. Um, my heart yes. wants um, Mick Gordon to win this from Doom Eternal soundtrack, but you know it was won by Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is a Nobuyoshi Matsu game, uh, which is composed by Nobuo Yumatsu, which has been comp- which has composed a majority of the Final Fantasy titles, and yeah, you can't... It's hard to beat Nobuo Yumatsu when is he's at his best. Next is... um, Let's go. Best Art Direction, and yeah. this was won by Ghost of Tsushima, which was their second award, in a way. Which is their... Se- when, well-deserved. Um, Ghost of Tsushima is art. Like, every now and then I play it, I stop, open photo mode, edit <laughs> the heck out of it, and take a screenshot after 10 minutes of edit, 10 minutes of just standing around, finding the best angle and color color balance, you know. But, yeah, I can say that, um all, along with being, uh, you know, technical, beautiful, you know, in an art way, like, the fact that it Uh, It borrows its elements, its cinematic elements from um, Kurosawa films of early, you know, mid-20th century Kurosawa samurai films. Just gave it that extra, you know, extra visual flair that made it so good. And honestly, the duels there are really icing on the cake, you know. (laughs) Playing it is icing on the cake. Just looking at it is... Over somehow somewhat enough sometimes. Okay. Best narrative is won by the last of us part two. Controver- perhaps the most controversial part of the game. Yep. You know? the story. Honestly, okay. If the story of The Last of Us Part 2 is similar to one, you know, safe ru- They took the safe route. I think people wouldn't complain as much. But hey, The Last of Us 2 wasn't even um the Last of Us 2 was pretty extreme to begin with though. So, yeah. you know, it was uh it wasn't you know it wasn't it wasn't just uh it wasn't just an emotional journey of Joel and Ellie. It was freaking brutal. You know? They had to make some tough choices and there are many there are many mature teams discussed in yep. the first game and people kind of forget that maybe, you know. It's just that Last of Us Part 2 puts everything, those puts every Every one of those elements up to eleven. Just pushes the envelope too much ma- too far, maybe for some. <clears throat> Excuse me. But yeah, I think controversy alone, The Last of Us is a definite winner. Because yeah. <laughs> with that kind of narrative, with that narrative that made everyone talk about the game. Yep. I think that's a factor for me. Um, even though even though some people don't like playing through the game again, you know, yeah. it's a good play to once. Well uh, well for me, um cinematic games like this these are good but I don't play them repetitively yep but I do enjoy them I think uh, with, okay with sorry
2: I yes. think with people um can we discuss spoilers for the games
1: um for this one, yeah, first, go, the ahead. one
0: go ahead man
1: let's make it a bit vague <laughs> okay. right. people for because for all games of 2020, I don't think spoiling them while we discuss yeah. winning their winning awards is weird. Because I think um, some people hated it, the game. Um, I,
2: I had no trouble with uh, the game. I had no problems with the game. But I think some, yeah, with the term Steven said, neckbeards or whatever they are. Um, I don't want to gatekeep, but I think some people, uh, they preferred somewhat of a more tight-knit or... Something that they I think they held on to the story of the first one and they couldn't let go of some so characters from the second one. That's why they couldn't accept the story. But it is what it is. Um I think it was it's still a good story. Like Jude said, people talked about it,
1: so what's the problem with that? Right? Yeah, I mean it's extreme. I can say it's brutal. Like it's I know I understand why it's hard to play through because the there you know oh. because it's it somehow knocks you down yeah. like while playing like you know it's a story that punches you in the gut multiple times maybe not punch maybe hit you with some crowbar with a crowbar or something but yeah i think yeah but that's that's what makes you know that's what makes it a fact that's what helped it uh make it a successful game you know in its own right best game direction um the Last of Us Part 2 also won this and I wouldn't be sur- I'm not surprised that this one is- this one may be a shoe in but this is still a definite uh it still definitely should win this because yeah it's a it's it's the best cinematic experience in a game yeah of this year right like, Naughty Dog has been doing it so well Like, um you know they did the uncharted games so well they nailed the cinematic experience there the first Last of Us was just an evolution where they proved that they can do it in a non-action narrative. You know, they can they can do it in, they can do a more they can do more emotional storytelling, and that's why the Last of Us Two is a definite winner there. Now, for Game of the Year, and it's no surprise, uh, it's the Last of Us Part Two, despite its uh despite the controversy that it has made. You know, it's still one of the best games of twenty twenty. Like technical it it's technical tech that the game's technical achievements are great. Visuals, audio design is so awesome. Um you know, even watching the game is just beautiful. But yeah, uh of course, people the controversy that came from its um from its narrative from its themes, really just uh Really, just made this game the most hate, one of the most hated of the year, arguably the most hated.
0: Okay, yep. hey, is it sorry? Is it true that the director of the game supposedly inserted himself into the game just to like sleep with Laura Bailey's character or something? Is that true? I I'm not
1: sure. I don't think oh. there's a Neil Druckmann type character there, which <clears throat> like
0: for I, me, okay. This really was a really bad like. It was badly. It, there was like bad reviews or something. That's all I remember. It's creepy as fuck. No, it the... Got review. Got
1: review bombed on Metacritic, but from uh, from various video game uh, journal, video game uh, outlets, video game news outlets. Nah, the reviews okay. are pretty uh, pretty consistent. But yeah, um, I think just people just didn't like how extreme the story went. Compared to the Mm -hmm. first one, the first one is extreme already. So I think, you know, people just, and as Derv said, you know, the attachment to the first one was really strong. Like, Mm. you know, people wanted some, if people want, but you know, if people wanted something just like the first one, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be a game of the year contender. That's, that's one of my takes on that. Like, the fact that they went to, they went to uh, a, Another guy they took the story to another level. Another brutal level was kinda was kind of um was what it needed to be you know to be considered as one of the best games of the year. But I think but the rest of the nominees are really good. Um as I said, if Final Fantasy remake was the complete edition, it would stomp yeah. everyone okay. on the field. No no surprise. Like if they remade the entire story of Final Fantasy at the from the get-go, that's easy. That's easy game of the year. Yeah. Um, Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, I can say, is a very worthy game of the year winner in other years because um it's a game that's visually great, yet you know, unlike other games, you know, all platforms still work it worked well on every platform. Like it's still 60 FPS on console. Yeah. And on and on PC you're playing it on Mac settings and it's still beautiful. And it's and it doesn't even take up too much hardware space. Uh too much hard drive space. Which is great. <laughs> um, yep. Tsushima is the samurai Open, the open-world Samurai game that we've been wanting Ubisoft to make, hmm. but never did. And, you know, it was supposed to... So when you to, decided you know, to step People up. wished for a Japanese Assassin's Creed, and this is yeah. the closest thing you get. Um, it's kind of cross between Assassin's Creed slash Witcher in some way. yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, it's an open-world... It's an open-world Samurai game, yes. You know, and you can still do some weird... You can do... You can, Go a bit ninja in some sections, and Hades is the best in the game right th- in the game right now and yeah it's a surprise hit it's a most surprise it's a surprise hit among the nominees and of course animal crossing deserves the nomination just for the fact that it helped create um one of the best virtual communities during the start of the pandemic that's you know, true that okay now. That's the Game Awards. And...
0: Yeah. Um, before we continue, I just want to mention um, some of our partners. Uh, yes. This episode is brought to you by Ambidexter. Go check ambidexter.co. That's Co for more... Well, to discover more podcasts. Uh, next up, we're also brought to you by Podmetrics. With the help of Podmetrics, we are able to... well. Earn a little bit of money on the side with the help of affiliate links such as Shopee's 1212 sale. Um, I have pinned the uh, 1212 affiliate link on our Facebook chat, so if you're watching right now, do click on that link, and a little bit of the money will go to us to help keep the geeky ones running. Lastly, get 50 pesos off your first Mister Speedy delivery with our own special code, Geeky Mister Speedy, right there on the bottom left of your screen. Now this only applies to first-time users. This does not apply to multiple-time users. So that's again fifty passes off your first Mister Speedy delivery with the help of Geeky Mister Speedy. Okay. Um, moving on, let's go to the. Are we gonna talk about the announcements that came up? So let's. Okay, I kind of like want to narrow it down because we are now at one hour. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's. Let's uh just talk about our favorite announcements. Need- yes.
1: Wait, wait. Few things before we move on to this. Um, before we move on, okay. There were some announcements in the Game Awards, and let's just run this. through. Uh, first is the best. Annu- was the new Super Smash Brothers Ultimate character, which is Sephiroth from Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> which I, I, I kind of like because um, at, at least it was uh, at least it was I'm a popular. At least it was a Minecraft character or a Fire Emblem character, which people would hate okay. to see. Next is um perfect dark. Um I was sur- super surprised the fact that they launched Perfect Dark. Uh they had a the Perfect Dark trailer for this year because I know Microsoft killed it by re- by releasing a disappointing second game. Mm. <laughs> so um they're trying to revive another nineties franchise, which is good. Uh Mass Effect. There's a teaser that Mass Effect will continue. Um and then uh Back for Blood which is a spiritual successor for Left For Dead made yep. by the same almost the same development team um that one is that one is oh it's made by the creators of Left For Dead so yeah very it's it's a, I'm, I, I almost got disappointed because it's a it's a hmm. zombie shooting game hmm. but if, if it's a Left for Dead style game yeah people would love this Arc two featuring Vin Diesel was the weirdest <laughs> game trailer out there Still freaking weird. Um there's a new Dragon Age game, a new Among yep. Us camp. Fall Guys Airship. Season- <laughs> uh, Master Chief is in Fortnite, but nah. <laughs> <Okay>. one game <laughs> that, that I li- like one game that I like out of all of this was It Takes Two, because it came from um Haze Light, which is the guys who made um Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, and A Way Out. They always make co-op games, and this is another co-op game which features a couple trying to fix their relationship uh, in some way. Yeah, and yeah. but it's really good. Like they turned into claymation figures, and they had to they had to um they have to finish their journey just to not become though just to become human again, and it's cute. I find it cute. Okay. Mm. Next is uh let's go to Disney's investor the Disney Investors meeting Ooh. or Disney Investor Day 2020 and I don't know what went into Disney to launch all of this in one day like yeah think of a, I mean it feels, feels like it's the it's their
0: biggest announcement ever. Okay. So the way I see this, the only reason why Disney decided to release everything is because HBO Max suddenly announced that they were going to release all movies on streaming for a month after yeah. release, and they're like, "Oh no!" Everyone's like, "Oh, HBO Max is like, going to be where everybody's going to watch stuff." Yeah. All of a sudden, Disney's like, "Nope, fuck you! We're coming in. We're we're gonna we're gonna bring in the money right now." I mean. If you checked our Discord server, Derv was freaking out about about the Fantastic Four yeah. announcement, yeah. You shed a tear of joy, right?
2: I I no not I was actually really crying.
0: Oh, that's so because I
2: know it's gonna be finally given justice because Fox did a. Shit job for uh, sorry. Hey, further,
0: hey, they did a bad job. The Chris, twice. Evan, the Chris <laughs> Evans right. version was good, man. The, yeah, Chris, yeah. The, the Chris Evans era and the Jessica Alba era okay. was pretty good. It was very crampy, very yeah, bright, very good. right? Yeah.
2: I mean, I mean, if we compare it to like Marvel standards, like Marvel Studio standards, it's yeah pretty bad. But the Josh Trank one was really
1: bad.
0: And oh yeah, and, we all know that. Yeah.
1: And the thing is. The fan, you know? the fan, yeah. <laughs> The stick, four stick, the fan, four stick. Did you notice how suddenly like, Disney created Buzz
2: and like? Remember when DC had that event, the fandom. fandom event? Yeah, everyone was so hyped. Snyder cut, Snyder got. Disney was like investor meeting. Then after the investor meeting, boom. Tick. It's like Tony Stark in the Jericho missile. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, you, you know how I
0: describe it? It's like okay, let's get a bit vulgar here. It's like that feeling after sex. Yeah, you're like it's it's like such a big relief. You're like, oh my god, wow, kind of like that. Like that's pretty much the feeling that I think a lot of people got after those that Disney announcement. It was insane. Let, it was let's the, just say that it was insane. It was the
1: most uh, for me. It was the most important. One of the most important Disney days ever. Yeah, you're gonna say, um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look for like a complete list of all the the announcements. It's such a big list. I don't think we can
0: mention everything, man. It's such a big list. Like, what else is there? Wait. Okay, I have a list.
1: Let's do our pick. Let's do our little picks in between. Um,
0: it's mostly Marvel and Star Wars and um, one Disney thing for me.
1: Okay, I think we... Um, let's go. Let's start. Uh, I have a few things. Disney Plus series, okay. Um, Well, WandaVision finally has a release date. Nothing much yep. there.
0: How come in the Winter Soldier, which is... Oh, man, that trailer. Yeah. Good. That was finally. an amazing trailer.
2: Are we getting Sam Cap and Bucky Cap in
0: one show? I think... We are right? oh, na, eh possibly possibly yeah,
2: Captain's America. Oh, <laughs> Captain America. Captain's America. America. I think that's <laughs> I think they're gonna change the title to Captain's America. Because I think we get the public Captain America, which is Sam.
1: Yeah, um right. like but I'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, okay. Uh first there's a Traeger for Goki. You oh. know, which yeah, right. Ciao. Which explains ka-chow! Which explains how in the world is he still alive? Okay. That's end
0: Endgame, right?
1: Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Next one Come on, is, seriously okay. guys. Owen Wilson, okay, man. We... Owen
0: Wilson in Owen Wilson being in Loki. I need to hear him say kachao just once. And just you know, just like, give Mark me one Morgan. lightning McQueen moment, please.
1: I hope I hope we see him watch cars. <laughs>
0: yes,
1: that'd be perfect. The most meta thing that could ever happen in that <laughs> show, which is which already oh, looks mind-bending as it is. I think okay. it's the best one so far out of the
2: like, in my personal opinion, it's the one that. Okay, this is my jam.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: it feels it feels uh it feels fresh. I mean, for MCU standards, like this is something uh this is something special. Okay, next is a Hawkeye, which is um, wow. Wow. Yeah. Hawkeye with Kate Bishop. Haley Stein with Kate Bishop. <sighs> okay. And,
0: yeah, Dog. <clears throat> man. So that that's I was not expecting and Pizza Dog to appear. That was fish- the oh, man. Yeah. Um but yeah, they named it right uh, Mad Fraction in David Aja, man. Mad Fraction and David Aja. Crazy. Sorry, go ahead, Jude.
1: Uh, it's from the one of the best comic runs in the past few years, and finally that's, you know, is- being put into series form is really awesome. Um, yeah, there's,
0: a, there's, there's a key uh, detail, by also, the way. Sorry. There's there's a key uh, detail we might have missed on Hawkeye. So there's a there's this publicity still that's going around that has um Jeremy Renner's Hawkeye. Hold on. I I want to share that um screen. Um, hold on. Um, Chinese sign. There's one here. Hold on. Uh, Hawkeye. Wait, long. Trying to remember what it is, because so in the comics, Clint is deaf. He's actually deaf, and um, there's a sign in Chinese where they're in New York. Okay, so I can't find the picture right now, but there is a sign somewhere that shows um Clint Barton uh, sitting on the sidewalk next to Kate Bishop and Pizza Dog. And supposedly the translation in Mandarin of that sign is, you know, for the like clinic for the deaf. So this means they're actually going to push through with the storyline that happened in Matt Fraction's run, uh, Matt Fraction and David Aja's run, that Clint Barton is actually deaf. We just, nobody knew it because he always just read lips so well. And I think they're finally going to explore that part of Clint Barton's uh, backstory. That's
1: actually, that's that's actually big. good.
0: That's big. And like, never mind that. Oh, Haley Steinfeld is half Filipino. We all get it. We all get it, dude. Everybody d- does that already, you know. Like, she comes here to the Philippines all the time for like, you know, publicity stunts. It's like, yeah. it's like Jordan Clarkson, man. Like, Jordan Clarkson's yeah. not. He he. Oh God, okay, this is a hot take, but Jordan Clarkson barely counts as Filipino. I'm sorry, but yeah. he's only doing it for marketing. He played for the national team. Eh? <laughs> playing for the national team. I'm like, no, that was game. a publicity stunt, man. Okay,
1: right, here, here's another hot take. They wouldn't notice him at all if he didn't play for the Lakers at the start. of yes, the Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay,
0: if he was like but in the sure, box or you know, whatever, think, nobody would give a clue. I think,
1: um, you know, half Filipino aside, Haley time for this, you know, is gonna do a. I think you know, she's not. She's gonna do a good job. Here, here's Workshop, here's a, a spoiler.
0: Uh, um, sorry. Jude, you there? Go. Okay. Yeah, go, go, go. So, um, remember, this is kind of a spoiler-ish territory for the Hawkeye comics, but here's the biggest awkward part that I don't really want to de- dive too much into, but I think we have to talk about it. Clint and Kate sort of have a love-love relationship in the comics, if you remember correctly. You guys familiar with that story? I think yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's kind of creepy, right? So, like, are they gonna do that story? Because honestly, yeah, I don't want to okay. see it. Oh, God! It's, if there's these titles there like, like our age, man. There, yeah.
1: There's a few things that Disney can Disneyfy, and that's one of them.
0: <laughs> Definitely, because like, oh my God! Please, Wagna. Okay. I don't want to see that. Let's anyway, next up,
1: other announcements, and next is what if, which is uh. Something yeah. I'm I've been looking forward to for quite a long time. Um just something, an animate the fact that it's an animated version of like The what if comics the what if my favorite things like I hope they do they do a really short take and what if Magneto goes in an elevator with Iron Man and every metal character the MC in the Marvel Universe oh is to him. Dortley did a video on
0: that, right? Pretty sure Dorky made yeah. a video on it. Yeah. I think it did. they did. Okay.
1: Next is um, Disney uh, Ironheart, which is. um. Yeah. going to talk about Phoebe Williams.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, Ironheart. Re- isn't, God, isn't I, Ironheart... Sorry, sorry. That? Go, go, go.
2: Sorry. Go I'm...
0: Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. There, it's okay. Go ahead. I, I have a lot um, of so issues. I'll let you go first.
2: Isn't Ironheart a bit. Uh, controversial because people have branded her with Ray as a Mary Sue. And she so- kind of was
0: built as a Mary Sue, but from what yeah. I understand, that's because of Brian Michael Bendis. Um, yeah. Okay, so a short backstory on Ironheart Riri Williams. God, I hate the name. Honestly, it's so cringy. You know why? It feels like a stereotypical black girl name. Like, I feel like Brian Michael Bendis, this, wait. Riri Williams was released right before Brian Bendis left for DC Comics. So like during his literal last run for Marvel, that was the last character he made. And I was disappointed because the whole backstory niya is literally just Tony Stark in kid-friendly form. Without the shrapnel in the heart and whatnot. It's, it was bad. But I think putting a black writer who knew what a, being a black person is like really helped. Um, yeah. I'm not that familiar with the Ironheart character, so I can't say too much. But from what I've heard on online, is that Ironheart is much better without Brian Michael Bendis. And the yeah. weird thing is, in comics in general, Marvel is having a renaissance with Brian Michael Bendis gone. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, he went to DC and ruined DC, and now we have like death metal and whatever. And like. Can we have? Can we stop yeah. the events already? Just stop it. Stop the Last events.
2: Stephen, <laughs> imagine that Jason Aaron run Ra- the Donny Gates Venom. Uh-huh. Jason Aaron door. That was mm. of the best stories, and also immortal. So
0: yeah. yeah, Bendis,
2: stay in the DC.
0: No man, <laughs> leave DC, please. Retire Retiring, please. Um, anyway. Even just Seven Studios, just, just so, so Iron he Heart is else. yeah. So basically, Ironheart is basically gonna take the place of um Iron Man. I think. I don't know what's gonna happen. We'll see what happens. Um, not too much. I think was shown about Ironheart. The, right.
1: It's gonna fill the Iron Man shaped hole for some people, but it's fine. Okay. Isn't it that a- Shuri's job?
0: What? Shuri's job in the MCU. She's like yeah, no, right. the- i would be a perfect Ironheart. Dude, but no, oh no, she can be. She's going she to be, Panther, be the next Black Panther, man. She's going to be the next Black Panther. No question. It's. Like, it's... Yeah, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, man. What kind of forever? <laughs> okay, here. Next one is Armor Wars, which is oh, uh, man. James Rhodes oh, man. with the rest of Tony Stark's closet. Like, um, oh, like,
0: my God. I okay. you think
1: he's going to be the villain on that one.
0: Oh. Wait. Oh come on, man! We know who it's gonna be, right? We know yeah. who it's gonna be. It has to be Hammer. It yeah. has to be Hammer. Yeah,
1: it, yes.
0: Has to, remember to Iron Man two? The too. Device, like yeah. you could tell there was a hint. There was a hint. Nah, he's somewhere. He's still somewhere. He's still alive. Yeah. Hammer is still alive. So like
1: one of the few villains that didn't die in MCU.
0: Exactly, it's him and Arnim Zola. Zola. Um, um Baron okay Zemo, right? Ba- oh it's yeah, like- Baron Zemo but that's sorry, not Iron Zoda. And he's getting Baron the mask. That- Zemo is finally getting the mask. That's it. That's it. So um, right there. Oh god. Um Are, are we god. gonna see Crimson Dynamo Titanium
2: Man in Armor oh god, Wars? God.
0: Crimson Dynamo. I hope, Holy I shit. hope uh, oh, no,
1: they
2: I hope they show
1: them. one of the obscure Iron Man enemies like Cobalt Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Who made an oh, armor man. that that actually would kill hit would kill someone wearing it because cobalt is fucking radioactive anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um. Next up. Okay. Next one is Secret Invasion. Oh man! Oh which is
0: another man! Big,
1: uh, another big story that they're gonna finally do, and yeah, it's good. It's we're already doing a
0: flip on this, by the way. We're already doing a Secret flip because the
1: I... uh, Skrull invasion.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be the Skrull invasion, but remember in in Captain Reelard's. Sorry?
1: We're like aligned with the Skrulls. Shield is aligned
0: with the Skrulls. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Like Like, they've hinted this one in Captain Marvel and Far From Home. Spider Man, Far From Home. Yeah, yeah.
0: they did. They did. The post credits. I'm like. Because I think, is acting
1: like Nick Fury on Earth, and Nick
2: Fury is in the sky, acting like the man in the wall, or like in the comics now, he's like the Watcher. The,
0: really? the old white Nick Fury. Wow.
2: Because he replaced because he killed him, right?
0: Sorry? Uh-huh. Can, you, can you say it again, there?
2: Uh, Spoiler alert, Uh, I think that's his punishment. Nick Fury, the white Nick Fury, the original one, is now like the new Watcher. I forgot what he's called, but that's his, his new job after he killed the Watcher from the original Sin storyline.
0: Wow. So, Do you think they're going to do that? They're going to introduce white Nick Fury in case, you know, Samuel L. Jackson gets kind of too old. uh,
2: Maybe, maybe. Because if you think about it, they've been teasing Nick Fury, the white guy in Guardians of the Galaxy, David Hasselhoff.
0: Oh, (laughs) shit, dude. What if, what if, but then, dude, David Hasselhoff's getting there in age in. Like, we need a younger Nick Fury. Nick Fury is old, so we can do it. I guess, I guess. Fury All right. one, um, right there. Anyway. Fury one, Fury 2 Um like B one and B two from Bananas in Pajamas. Yeah, okay, actually, so. anyway, let's go. Sorry, that's
1: one. They actually, um,
2: sorry, they actually okay. changed the origins. Like Black Nick Fury, African American Nick Fury. Sorry, is um, a son of the original Nick Fury.
0: Puede, puede. Yeah,
2: okay. That's actually the, the. I think that's the origin story of uh, the Samuel L. Jackson inspired one now.
0: The the ultimate theory. Ultimate Fury? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, the Ultimate Fury. Okay. So next basically, is, the Korean scre- um, Skrull invasion is flipped, right? That's all. Yeah. That's all there is to know. The Korean Skrull invasion flipped. The Skrulls are the good guys now. The Kree are the bad guys. All right. So next up after Secret Invasion.
1: Um. Okay. They announced Moon Knight. The just casting ah. so Moon Knight, She Hulk, and Miss Marvel. And I'm happy for all Um All right. Moon Let's Knight, start with Moon Knight. Is- Moon Knight, <laughs> weird as hell. One of the weirder Marvel entries, you can say. Like, yeah, it's really different. You know, he's kind of like you know, maybe Batman. A psychotic Batman or something. For he yeah, yeah. okay. Um, they have a they cast him there. She Hulk is uh Tatiana Maslany. Tatiana Maslany and Mark Ruffalo will be back as Bruce yeah. Banner,
0: right? as he should be.
1: <laughs> Wait, are they cousins? In
0: yeah, yeah, they are cousins. Yeah, they are. They are. She-Hulkers, so like, right? okay, so the backstory of She Hulk is um, was Jennifer Walters' blood transfusion, right? Yeah, it was a yeah. blood transfusion. So Jennifer Walters had to needed a like a DNA match to mm-hmm. um to save her life. And the problem is the only relative at the time who was there was Bruce Banner. <laughs> so yeah. she gets the Hulk powers, but she can control her mind, yeah. unlike the Hulk. So that's pretty Wait, much all there is to know I about. I have a
2: Is it Oscar Isaac playing Mark? One Spenter?
0: night. One night. I think so, but I don't think there's any confirmation yet. Is there? Uh, but yeah, sure. there. There, there were there respect. There was
1: speculation, but yeah, could be a good role. But he's also cast as solid snake for the Metal yeah. Gear Solid film. Which that
0: is, is true. That is true. You know. And
1: also,
2: the good meeting. thing about the new Hulk one, you know, guys, what's What is She Hulk's profession?
0: She's a lawyer. Lawyer.
2: Who's the other famous lawyer with a Netflix
0: series? Daredevil.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, I, if I recall correct, I think they've had a few run-ins with each other. You know, Marvel, Marvel comics-wise, because the fact that they they have the same job, (laughs) they have the same day job. Okay. Um. Next one is uh Miss Marvel.
0: Yes, will have her All own right.
1: series. I think which will have her own series, and will also appear in Captain Marvel two.
0: That's right. That's right. So and, oh, wait, wait. Um, yeah.
1: people forget Captain Marvel because you know they they somehow hate that. Um,
0: wait, uh, wait, wait. To wait. be fair, she is a Mary Sue though. Yeah. She's a like, great. Um, they
1: they buffed her too. They buffed her too much from the original exactly. Captain Marvel.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I kind hope, of wish I hope mm.
1: Marvel was there, but yeah, okay. Um,
0: like at least have that, Marvel there to yeah. die, so that you know yeah. Brie Larson can become Cap. But then wait a minute, Marvel was a Cap was already in the first movie, right? As a girl, yeah, she
1: was a woman, yeah, uh, yeah, kinda, yeah, yeah.
0: And then she died, yeah. So like, oh, my reason. I just feel like they could ru- they kind of rushed it, like they tried to make yeah, it too they much of a
1: have At least develop Marvel as someone who's like. So, you know the re- the reason where she gets all the same level of power, but yeah. Um yeah. One detail. Man. It, sorry. Wait, one Go detail. I remember Captain Marvel is that Monica Rambo is in the is yep. in the movie. Yes. Okay,
0: so that's Baby Monica Rambo. In a
1: way she's think- also another Captain Marvel. I forgot her the OG name. O G female the Captain one. Marvel. I think she's the first female Captain Marvel. Exactly. Yeah, the OG. Exactly.
0: She was the OG female captain. Hmm. But I
1: forgot her name, right? What's her name right now? Uh
0: I don't remember either. But anyway, wait, um wait,
1: let, me, let me check. Because yeah. she couldn't be they can't put Captain Marvel on her name. Yeah. Because Captain Marvel Spectre,
0: no, it's not uh, Spectre.
1: Full Ah, Pulsar.
0: Pulsar, yeah, he, okay. Right.
1: Pulsar at one point. Now she's named Specter.
0: Because like, I feel like she's going to be... Okay, so I think we all of these series are going to connect to WandaVision somehow. Yeah. I feel like somehow.
1: I'm to... I, I still hoping hope... WandaVision is going to be the House of M moment for the MCU. Just oh my god. Connect, you know, god, wa- god. You know, Wanda oh Maximoff just wrecking reality in her own... She's There's already wrecking already. reality in WandaVision. That's already her job in that show. She's She doesn't know it though. But yeah. Next one is... Oh, wait. You know, I, I, I forgot I forget about this. Have you guys read about that toy? I forgot what toy
2: line it is. But there is a spoiler for WandaVision already. I think it was a really? Funko
0: Yeah. Really? Um, oh yeah, uh, Funko always spoils things.
2: I, I, no, no. I, I don't think it's Funko or the Minimates. But I read... That someone... Because Evan Peters is going to be there, right? And we know...
0: Oh, my God!
2: We know who he played. And also, there's a rumor that uh, someone dead is coming back. I think he became Hawkeye shield or something.
0: Oh, my God.
2: I think it's going to be the two Quicksilvers might get back. We don't know. Oh, oh
1: man. If the two Quicksilvers... (laughs) Meet each each other, other. that'd be crazy. I would, I would, uh, Disney Plus would shut down due to. It would crash. It would would crash. Freaking crash.
0: Hey, we barely discussed Kamala Khan, by the way. What? Yeah. We barely discussed Kamala Khan, the main topic of the last one. Oh, yeah, okay. Kamala Kamala
1: hmm. Kamala Khan finally, you know, she appeared in the Avengers game, game. which is disappointing. Uh, Yeah, finally there. ruined the 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 character,
0: though, from what I heard. What? Um, the Kamala Khan character was kind of ruined out by the, the Avengers game. Like, if I were, if I was, I don't know, I don't know how true it is. Um, from what I understand, people just say, I think some people would rather just read the comics. Uh, some people would just rather read the comics than, um, you know, play the game because it's a much better interpretation of Kamala Khan. Yep. Um, and then I think based on the trailers, people were already saying, oh my God, uh, the actor, I can't remember her name. Hold on. So the actor of Kamala Khan is already acting like Kamala Khan, even outside of character. Oh, that's Iman Villani. That is so cool. Iman Villani. So Iman Villani is a... Villani? I'm not sure if it's Villani or Vilani. Um, Vilani, But yeah, Iman Villani. So Iman Villani, <laughs> just from the audition, like the video, the behind the scenes video where they show her Zoom audition and like um, like they just show her reaction that's pretty much exactly how I would see Kamala Khan, like this awkward teenager. I'm like, dude, yeah. that's Kamala Khan right there. An awkward teenager, an awkward Muslim teenager who's just struggling with, you know, being a teenager, being a Muslim, being an Asian American in a time when so much shit is going on. Yeah. It's like, she, that's a heavy, that's a heavy role right there. Like, I... I, I we'll see what happens, but yeah, okay. I have faith in Marvel what right now. What what a good um uh
2: new uh female character is because Kamala Khan was presented as she she was struggling at first, and there's yeah. a struggle. I think with the MCU Captain Marvel and with Ironheart, there's like they're good at the start. They're like yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. exactly. Oh, yeah. It's like, Kamala's no story so much ride. better. <laughs> so wait, yeah, there's, there's no, no right. There's no ride. It's like. It's like yeah. you're on the subway, and you're like, "Oh, right here, okay." Here's, here's, here's the, uh,
1: the thing: even Tony Stark had to freaking grind to be Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Even all, Spi- all Spider Men, all the three Spider Man, Spy- all the three Spider Men had to freaking grind to be Spider Man.
0: Even uh, Miles did.
1: Yeah. Miles. Miles, dude, Miles, Miles had to grind the hardest out of all those.
0: He lost his, like, yeah, like, everybody lost an uncle, but, like, his was, like, the shit, dead. dude. Like, he saw it, like, happen in real time, ba? Yeah. Uncle Ben, he only saw him, I think, after he died, is, is right?
1: For division? here's a really stupid question. Is there going to be a universe where Uncle Ben doesn't get shot?
0: There is a universe like that, right?
1: Yeah, I know there is. Yeah. But,
2: you know, <laughs> I think he came back in one story as a villain, right? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean,
0: well, who knows? Who anything. knows?
1: I think there is so in a comic. I'm not. Uh, I'm not sure if it's. I just want uh, you know the fact that they have Spider, like Spider-Man, 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 is, uh, <laughs> the emissary
0: know. from Hell,
1: and uh, and uh, Penny Parker is Cannon. I'm just. Happy about that? Okay, okay. Oh, man. Next next, up, one next is, up. um, there's a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, which is gonna and... be into <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which is gonna be released in 2023. Next, and there's gonna be I am Groot, a short. Uh, series. I am Groot.
0: More money it's... for Vin Diesel.
2: Um, <laughs> I am Groot. I think I'm gonna be uh curious about it if it was Baby Groot with baby with the child in one show. Like a crossover, like just make it cute and make them the both properties in one show.
0: Exactly. Okay. And um, next one.
1: Next one is um, Black Panther two will not recast uh, T'Challa, so T'Challa is gonna be.
0: <laughs> be Canon
1: right. two. So. Yeah. And yeah. what I think the- Shuri?
0: Um, Shurina is Shuri, time.
1: It's gonna be Shuri. Come on.
0: Yeah, but I don't think we um, get it until maybe like the end of the movie it's, it's yeah. fine I, I, I wouldn't bother build it up know. build it up yeah first,
1: you, know, you, ha- you have to she has to she has to do her Black Panther level grind if she wants to become queen <laughs> like, you know, the,
2: the question is what comes first Black Panther 2 or Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness
0: oh okay oh, god. oh my god that
2: opens up you can do the face
1: of uh, someone does the voice but it's still uh man
0: that's hard
1: but, you know, out of respect to
0: Travis <clears throat> Bozeman, I
1: don't think they'll ever they'll ever try to bring him back in some extent. But, yeah, um, or, you know, they could bring back Michael doesn't... Jordan
2: and get him. <laughs> yeah, here's my take. It's not going to be Tachala. It's might not be even Shuri. I think with Multiverse of Madness, it's going to be the dad but younger and they bring him back. <laughs> oh yeah. That could
0: work. That could, could work. Be, but like be temporarily. Be nice, uh, Maybe because may, I feel like everybody's gonna do the multiverse now because DC said now we're gonna do the multiverse first in the movies. Yeah. But now that Marvel said it, you're like everybody's gonna do the multiverse now. And yeah, I think only okay. co- <clears throat> yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead, Derv.
2: Because I think the thing with DC is like they haven't established yet. Their cinematic universe with like the characters they have now, so it's like the only the CW shows. But you're gonna drop that. So I think with fans being more inclined to the Marvel movies and Marvel shows, I think you can do that since everyone is mostly established except for the newer characters, the newer shows.
1: Yeah. Okay. Next one. Um but yeah. Can we talk about Christian Bale? Oh yeah. Oh Christian my Phil. god. Well um, he's gonna be in Thor Love and Thunder, right?
0: Yeah,
1: even though it's the that's the fourth Thor movie, right? Huh. Yeah. It's the it's... first MCU film to go for, to go be the fourth. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. I'm still looking forward to it. Like, okay. Thor Raptor really helped Thor a lot. That yeah. you know, his storyline and character so much. And Thor Govin' Thunder is going to be fun. And, you know, Christian Bale is now a Marvel and DC character.
0: <laughs> that is true. That and is it, true.
1: I think he's going to be a whimsical bad guy. Like, he's
2: going to be a wisecracking badass.
1: I'd rather have him as someone, you know, with the current tone of Thor. Like, yeah, that's, you know, Thor is Thor is ridiculous. Like, even comic book Thor is sometimes, you know, weird. But, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. Comic book Thor is now arguably the strongest Marvel hero.
1: He was always is. the strongest Avenger. He keeps on saying... Right safe. now, right
2: now. I think he's the strongest, right? With the uh, with the cosmic powers. But what I'm excited is there might be a chance if ever Sony gives the rights. Because Agor uh, the God Butcher, I think they're going to tie in. You remember Hella Swords? I forgot what they're called in the movies. They're basically all black. The Necrosword. Which I think Gore is gonna use, and someone in the comics right now who's like the big, the real big bad in the comics is using it as well. So that might so, be like mm, avenue
1: to get introduced. Nice. In. Oh, uh, I also want to see if they're gonna put Better Ray Bill. Did they Did they confirm it? Also? I think well,
0: Better Ray will be there. I mean, yeah. we know Lady Sif's coming back finally after so yeah. long. Yeah, um,
1: okay, let's go. Um Next one, next one is. Is it Star old, Wars time? Yeah, wait. Uh, Multiverse of Madness is going to be tied into, of course, WandaVision and the next Spider Man movie, which yes. is. Yes. Uh, oh, no. Which they they confirmed they're going to bring uh, Albert Molina? I
0: yeah. think so. Albert Molina, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, Kirsten Dunst. They're just waiting for Tobey Maguire because he probably has to ask for a lot of money to pay off his gambling debts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: I don't think they're going to have a problem paying. Tobey Maguire, at that case. Okay, next one is Lucasfilm. No, okay. Wait, um, can oh, I wait, interject- one more. One more. Yeah, it's the one that I'm waiting for. And the one that... Made okay, me. one more is... Um, well, they're gonna do Fantastic Four, which is um, finally an MCU, a proper MCU Fantastic Four that we have been waiting for the past freaking decade to do.
2: Yeah, and I'm actually tearing
1: up just talking wanting to talk about
2: Fantastic Four. Sorry.
1: Go. Okay, um you know, okay, John Watts a director of the the, the past two Spider-Man films and yeah. and you know he gave that he gave that franchise uh, a freaking um a freaking revival of its sort and now you know seeing him, him directing the upcoming fantastic 4 movie is gonna be freaking big like yeah that's gonna be like we've had we've had so many disappointing fantastic 4 movies yeah. we've had oh um, okay i can say the mid 2000s movies are fine but yeah the yeah. 2015 one destroyed so many things like uh, well uh, it gave us uh, It gave us um, Michael B. Jordan, though, that gave him his boost to yeah. MCU. the only good thing that ever came out of that movie. Um, Yeah, I think because uh, Fantastic Four, you need to do it well.
2: Because Fantastic Four in itself, you have Marvel's first family, and you have the greatest villain, in my opinion, in comic book history, Doctor Doom. Yeah. Like, under the
1: Fantastic Four. It's just, Doctor Doom is... You know, like... Joker's there, but uh, Joker's there
2: uh, maybe be tied or even with, but personally, it's... Because I think that will be the biggest dilemma for Marvel is to ha- who will they cast? It's kind of like casting Thanos. Who will be Thanos? Now, it's the question will be, who will be
1: Doctor Doom? Okay. They did well with Thanos, which is awesome. Right? Yeah. The fact that rolling. they introduced one of their biggest villains in in that fashion was was the best thing they could ever do. Now, you know who can play Doctor Doom? Now Doctor Doom is basically num- uh, Marvel's number one villain. Like you know, no you can you, you no one can contest him. Yeah, you
2: know. Uh, I he think was, I opened the, it up in our uh, in your Discord. Um, yeah. I want Anthony Starr as Doctor Doom. If yeah, you know, well, if you watch The Boys
1: you'll know what I or you know, you know what I'm saying. You know, he's he was Homelander in The Boys and yep. you know he proved that he can play a comic book hero, a comic book character, a complicated and- comic book hero,
2: not just like a simple like bad Superman. It's like Homelander is one of the most complex he- characters from yeah. comic books, but Doctor Doom is just yeah,
1: up there. Wait, okay. I forgot who was cast as Dr. Doom in earlier Fantastic Four movies. I forgot as well. Um, Julian McMahon is the OG Doom. The Doom in the 2004... The 2000s Doom? Yeah. Was okay. Uh, the other one, now, people forget this one. Uh, Tony as Dr. Doom. No, I I I don't recall this guy at all. <laughs> I think I think Ro,
2: Ro also said uh, one of our friends Ro suggested Killian uh, Murphy. Oh yeah, Killian
1: Murphy. Um, Killian Murphy has done so many great roles for the past year, for the past few years. Um, you know, uh, I think I remember him in The Dark Knight as. Uh, scarecrow. Okay, right. he was scarecrow. Uh, that was you know, people for. He was. I kind of forget that scarecrow was there after the first after Batman Begins. You know, <laughs> but the fact that he was there all the way was pretty awesome. Well, he was. He's the he's the protagonist of Peaky Blinders. If yep. uh, and you know that role is doing him wonders. Yep. Yeah, and well deserved. Um, it's gonna be so difficult to cast Doctor Doom. Like, I, you know, like Thanos, you want it to be perfect in some way, close to perfect yeah. from the get go, because you have you have the freaking king of La- the king, the ruler of Latveria, yeah, as the villain. And he's kind people outside, like unlike when he's a
2: villain for the heroes, he's like really caring for the people of that
1: area. Yeah, like, you know, and the fact that, you know, Dr. Doom, I, I love Dr. Doom for the amount of stuff that he has done. Like, he has a long resume of things he did in comics that's, that has yeah. to be, that has to be in freaking MCU. And yeah, finally, and- we got it. Yay. Yeah, and also, I think,
2: I think uh, we might get uh, the Krasinski couple as
1: Reed and Sue that's <laughs> gonna be fine. I'd be happy for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, because
2: if if Sue, I think if Emily Blunt, you know who I wanted to be the the new Johnny Storm as a form of redemption before the rumors of a Spider Verse Andrew Garfield just to make that English connection with hmm. an
1: English Sue Storm
2: and an English Johnny Storm hmm.
1: Hmm. Well, it would be fine. Um, I would like, yeah, I would like to see Andrew Garfield. As a try, try, try out another, try out another hero. Like you know, you rarely get to see that. Chris Evans got it, well, got it right. Um, I mean, Michael B. Jordan he, yeah. went from hero to <laughs> villain, and he was he was a great villain in Black Panther. You know, there are times that he just took over, over the his scenes just took over the whole film. Um, but yeah, Fantastic Four is gonna be out soon you know no no release date but i hope they just take their time you know they just take their time and just fix everything you know just make it make it the perfect you know re- perfect film to represent marvels first family hey and it's also stan lee og yeah <laughs> you know you can't they've done injustice to one of Stanley's most beloved... you know, I, I bet Stanley loves the Fantastic Four so much. You know, it's it's his one of his best creations and, you know, has to be done justice. Finally. Okay. Now Lucasfilm. Okay. Let's go. Lucasfilm is there's a lot of stuff, but let's go yeah. with a few of the biggest ones. Um Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi. Um other than Yo-yo. the fact that Evan McCarthy yeah, is as Obi Wan. There's Hayden Christensen as Dark Vader. He's coming back.
0: But that's pretty much all we know. <laughs> like, we yeah, just I, got a bunch I'm of series. Fine I'm
1: fine with that. Like, I'm fine yeah. with Peter Crescent coming back to, you know... Redeem he, himself as you know.
0: Darth Vader and Anakin Skywalker.
1: <laughs> Before we go... So, i like to say thank you for those who are watching with us on Twitch. And um, Jacob's Shelter said that all of the news coming out, he does not care for Winx Cup, <laughs> which I think would be announcing too. And yeah, Monster Allergy, I can agree, is Kino. Yes, it's really good. It's a really good show. From the same production group as Totally Spice and uh, Martin Mystery. Damn.
0: and uh, okay. That's
1: crazy. Uh, let's go. Uh, but yeah, before we go, uh, do follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: There we go. I'm going to show the uh, panel. Episodes.
1: You're watching us live on Facebook and Twitch. So. And are you can listen to us on Anchor for f- completely for free. You can listen to us on Spotify. You can listen to us on Google Podcasts Apple and Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we also have thegeekyones.com. dot com. Uh, Gogs. We post epi- we post our latest episodes there as well. And that's pretty much it. You know, there's more Star Wars stuff that we have yet to talk yeah. about. And we haven't there's even talked about this- the other
0: Disney announcements. It's crazy. Yeah,
1: Star. there's so many things. Um. <laughs> Yeah we'll see you we'll see you real quick real yeah. soon. Bye. Bye.
0: This episode of the Geeky Ones is presented to you by Ambidexter. Check out ambidexter.media for more information.